Hello everybody, it's Melissa. Welcome back. Here I am in my car again recording. Um, so if it sounds different, that's why I'm at uh, my daughter's swim practice, the never-ending swim season. She made it to finals this season, which is good news. It's great news. It's only her second season swimming, so I'm very proud of her for making it to finals, but it means that our swim season has been extended by quite a bit (laughs) because of that. So finals are this weekend, and then swim season is done for this year. So anyway, here I am sitting in my car because it's 100 degrees outside, literally, and uh, I'd rather sit in here and talk to you guys with my AC on uh, than sit outside for an hour and a half watching her swim back and forth. So that's what I'm up to right now. Um, I'm also feeling quite under the weather today. And I have been feeling under the weather for uh, quite a little bit now, but today was definitely the worst day so far. And it's my guts. It is my irritable bowel syndrome. I did a whole episode on this a while back about my gut issues and my IBS and how autistic people have a higher incidence of gut issues, which I thought was really interesting. Um, And I definitely fall into that category because here I am. It's been quite an interesting past couple of weeks since we got back from vacation. And prior to that as well, um, I was having a lot of issues with my, with my gut, with my IBS flaring up worse than it has in a long, 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 long time. And before we left on our trip, if you don't know, if you haven't been listening, um, my fiance and I went to England for nine days. So prior to this trip, and we've been back like two weeks now. So prior to this trip, I started a new job and I can't help but notice that the flare up that I'm having currently coincides with me starting my new job. So around the same time I started the new job is when my uh, tummy started getting real angry at me again. Um, But I knew that starting the new job was going to be pretty stressful. And uh, I was sort of anticipating that I might have a little bit of an issue. But it was an ongoing issue for several weeks while I was orienting. Um, And then I was worried that when we went to England that I would have a difficult time over there. Because, you know, when you're traveling you don't want to feel sick. You don't have to be like running to the bathroom and have your stomach hurting and all of this stuff that happens. Um, and I wanted to be able to eat, you know, part of traveling is eating all of the food and Gray and I are big into food. So we wanted to be able to, to eat while we were there, eat whatever we wanted. And so I was worried, but if you listen to my London recap episode, you know, my stomach was fine. My stomach was totally fine when we were over there. I ate everything under the sun, even stuff that I don't usually eat, even stuff that I sometimes stay away from because it I know that it could potentially upset me, like some greasy stuff, like things that 
uh, or things that I eat certain times of the day. Like one night we were coming home really super late from a, a show that we went to and we didn't, we hadn't eaten dinner. We didn't know that there wasn't going to be food there. <laughs> um, and so there was a Burger King right across from our hotel and it was like midnight and, but we were so hungry there was nothing else open. And so we're like, let's get, they had vegan Whoppers there. And we're like, let's get vegan Whoppers and some fries. And I'm usually, I would not do that because of my IBS. I would be like, no, I cannot eat that this late at night and then fall asleep. I'm going to have like a stomach ache in the middle of the night. Like it's not going to work out. Um, but I did it. Oh, here comes a lady and her kids. I'm going to reposition myself because I was sitting in a very weird position <laughs> And I don't want everyone to know I'm weird. Um, uh, anyway, I was sitting like, <laughs> I was sitting in my seat and I had my feet up on the dash, but they weren't like together. Like one is on one foot was on one side of my steering wheel and the other one was on the other side of my steering wheel, like on the passenger side dash and uh, just stretching, you know, I need to stretch the hammies out while I'm talking. Um, anyway, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So yeah. Anyway, the, the moral of that story I was telling is that we ate Burger King at midnight. I was totally fine. I was fine the next day. Like I was astonished at how good I felt. Um, which leads me to believe that the majority of my gut issues do come from stress and my extra nervous, nervous system. (laughs) So, because you know, yeah, some things do upset my, upset my gut. And especially if there, there are certain things that if I eat them consistently, it upsets my gut. Um, but then coming back home and then I didn't work for another week after we got home, she gave me like, well, yeah, it was almost a whole week after we got back that my boss gave me like extra days off. I think she wanted me to be able to like reacclimate to home. So we got home on a Thursday and I think I went back to work the next Wednesday. Um, maybe it was Thursday. I think it was a whole week. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So I had a lot of days off. Anyway, we got back home, got kind of like just recuperated from our vacation and whatever. Um, and my stomach was still, was still fine. And then upon going back to work, though, it started to flare up again. And actually, so yeah, yeah, I did go back to work on Thursday. (laughs) This was last Thursday. And today I'm recording it's Thursday. So it's been a week (laughs) since I went back. Um, And on Thursday, I was having a little bit of a rough go with my stomach. And then Friday it was at work. It was really bad. Like to the point where I had to tell the woman, thank God I'm still orienting. So I'm still with another nurse. Um, cause otherwise I don't know what I would have done. I probably would have had to go home or something. Cause I kept having to go to the bathroom and I had to tell her like, Hey, I'm really sorry. I keep disappearing. I have IBS. I'm having a flare up right now. So I'm going to have to, I'm sorry. I keep disappearing, but I really you know, sometimes just need to run to the bathroom. And she was like super nice and understanding and everything. Um, but still like, it's kind of embarrassing, you know, to have to like disclose 
something like that to someone you don't even know. I was, that was my second day orienting with this woman, but she's a nurse. She hears it all and doesn't really care. So being that sick at work, um, can really affect you in a lot of ways. And I have a job, uh, that is very busy and, uh, I am a nurse and the pace patients that we're working with are very sick and, um, you just need to be all there. You need to be present. You need to be able to think clearly. You need to be able to, you know, do your job really well so you don't mess anything up. And that was not the brain space I was in on Friday just because I was feeling so, so sick the first half of the day until, sorry, TMI, but after you go, you can only go to the bathroom so many times before there's nothing else to go. So by the afternoon time, I was done going to the bathroom, but then I was so drained, like literally, but also like figuratively drained, like just the energy zap that that takes out of you. It's just whenever that happens and I'm in that frame of mind right now because earlier today I just was really really sick all morning and for one you can't eat after that happens I have to give my stomach multiple hours of rest before I can even attempt to eat anything else and so pooping all morning everything that you've ever eaten in your entire life And then not being able to eat or like whatever after that, like my blood sugar is probably low. I just don't feel good. I just don't feel good. I feel super tired, super foggy, just out of it, zapped, like I said. So that's how I felt on Friday afternoon for my job, which I can't be like that there. Can't be like that there. I need to be able to focus. So I kept... I don't want to say dropping the ball because I wasn't dropping the ball. I just wasn't on my A game. And so I kept having to like, it was taking me a really long time to complete tasks. There were a couple times where I was like, I felt like I was going to cry because I just felt stupid. I just felt dumb. I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm really not killing it today. And, uh, yeah, it was a rough day. It was a very hard day. I came home. I felt like crying. I felt like, oh my gosh, what have I done? (laughs) Maybe this job isn't for me. And that's what I'm thinking today as well. Because I had, so I worked last Thursday, Friday. I had Saturday, Sunday off. I worked Monday, Tuesday. Um, And like I said, today's Thursday. So on Monday and Tuesday, I went back. My stomach was fine those days, but only because I didn't eat all day at work. Because I was afraid because I felt like I couldn't have another day like that at work right now. I'm, I'm orienting, I'm under scrutiny. Um, and so I just didn't eat. And this, this brings me back to the days, um, of when I was first dealing with this in my early twenties and I first got diagnosed with IBS because that's, this is how my life was. It was like, if I had anything going on that day, I had to be really careful. It's like, if I was in a situation like at work where I knew that I wasn't going to be able to run to the bathroom all day, I just had to not eat, which isn't good. Not good at all. And when I say not eat, 
I guess I can say that kind of loosely because I will eat here and there, but it's very minimal. Like for instance, for work this week, I just brought like a pack of saltine crackers um, and just sort of like munched on those throughout the day, like one or two crackers here and there. And uh, that was about it. That was it. And I was sure to drink lots of water. And by the time I get home, I'm starving. But then I also like, if I have to go back to work the next day, I don't want to eat a ton of dinner because for one, I don't get off, I don't get home from work until 8 PM because I work 12 hour shifts. So I get home at 8 PM and if I stuff my face full of stuff, then that might be a problem the next morning at work. So I get home the first night, knew I had to go back the next day and just like didn't really eat very much either that evening had a like piece of toast and I was just like all right I guess this is gonna be it and then the next day didn't eat a bunch again got home Tuesday night knew I didn't have to work Wednesday morning which was yesterday ate dinner like regular ate a regular sized dinner what I a thing that I would usually eat for dinner I was like cool I'm just gonna see what happens sure enough yesterday sick as a dog then this morning I woke up though, cause I didn't eat the rest of the day yesterday, really just like a couple nibbles of things here and there, carbohydrate stuff, crackers. I had like a teeny bit of popcorn. Like this morning I woke up, my stomach felt okay enough to eat breakfast. I ate breakfast. I felt fine. Worked out, felt fine. Ate lunch, sick, sick all afternoon. So I don't know. Is my new job making me sick? (laughs) It can't be a coincidence that this is all that this is happening right now. Right. Um, I, the job is extremely stressful. So how I feel about the job is that I don't mind that it's fast paced and that the patients are higher acuity. I don't like none of that bothers me like in my conscious mind, right? Because there is a part of my brain and we'll call it the ADHD part (laughs) that enjoys being busy and enjoys the novelty of kind of like not knowing what's going to happen moment to moment. Um, all of those things that go along with working in this sort of position, right? Um, you know, of course, I don't want anything bad to happen to my patients, but like, like the higher acuity is interesting to me. It's like, okay, there's a lot going on with this person. Like, what do we need? What can we do? What do we need to do? Like, blah, 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 blah. All the things, it's like a puzzle. It's really, it's great. But I think also on another level, this type of job is really stressful. And sometimes like you can enjoy a stressful thing, right? And not all stress feels terrible. Um, like things that get your adrenaline going typically, you know, like some people really like roller coasters. I, I like roller coasters back. I can't ride them very much anymore because I have a really bad neck problem and it makes me sad because roller coasters really upset my, my neck. I have a sensitive neck. I have a degenerative disc. So my neck is super sensey these days, but anyway, you know, so like some things that are stressful can still be enjoyable. So I'm not saying that I don't like my job. 
because uh, I don't know if I can go as far to say right now that I, that I, I can say I like it. I can't say I love it, but I can say I like it. I like my job. It's fine. Um, but does my job like me <laughs> or does my body like my job? Uh, because seemingly like having my nervous system on that high of alert all day is not is not like jiving well with my super nervous nervous system. It's because you are on high alert all day. You've got all sorts of tasks to complete and a certain amount of time to complete them in. And while you're doing that, all sorts of other tasks are being added on and you have to make sure that your patients don't die. So there's a lot going on and I don't know, can I handle it? I've never had a job like this before. Um, the closest thing that I can, um, say that I've done to this job is when I was an EMT and that definitely had stressful moments, that job, uh, but I worked on a BLS ambulance, which is basic life support. So we usually took way less critical patients. So we weren't dealing so much with life and death scenarios and the stress of the job wasn't quite as consistent. But even back then working as an EMT, it was in my early twenties and that's when I was having a lot of gut problems and that's when I got diagnosed with IBS. So that leads me to believe that these types of jobs <laughs> might, might, I mean, the, the evidence shows <laughs> if we look at, if we look at, uh, correlations here from, from the past and present, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to give it some time. Of course. I mean, I can't just like quit my job. So I have to. I'm obligated to give it some time. And uh, I'm curious to see how this goes long term. Uh, I am going to call my doctor and try and get a referral to a gastroenterologist. Um, I am going to, I think, experiment with the low FODMAP diet. I know a couple of people after I posted my last episode on IBS reached out to me about the FODMAP diet, which I had heard of and had researched, but just did not want to go through all of the trouble of doing an elimination diet like that because it sounds so, it just sounds like a lot, but I don't know. Is it worth it? Um, when I feel like my main issue is stress, maybe like it might shed some light on some things. I'm not eating anything different than what I usually eat is the thing. And the fact that I'm having such a bad flare up um, even though I'm eating the things that I normally eat, it makes me feel like it's not a food intolerance that I'm dealing with, but you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I am desperate at this point. I don't want to live like this. It's been only like a couple of weeks of living like this. And then a couple of weeks prior to our trip to England, and already, I mean, I lived like this for about a year before I got diagnosed with IBS and it was, 
it was bad. You guys, I got down to like 95 pounds. It was just bad. It was just so bad. And it took me too long to see the doctor at that time of my life, just because I was young. And you know, when you're young and you're just like, meh, whatever. And I don't know if I had good health insurance at that time or whatever. And I was just like, I'm okay. And then when it went long enough and my mom actually intervened too at one point was like, you need to go to the doctor. Like you're getting really skinny. You're having stomach problems all the time. And I'm like, I know. So yeah, it got really bad. I don't want it to get to that point this time. And it's just not, it's just not manageable at this point. I I can't live like this. I can't just not eat for 12 hours at work, except for a few saltines here and there. It's just, it's not going to be sustainable. I need to be able to eat and have food and have energy and have brain power. And I don't know if it is stress related. I don't know what to do about that because sometimes you just have stress, you know, especially if you have a job like that, it's just like going to be a thing. I don't know. I'm just wondering like, did I make a big mistake going back into this field? Uh, when I was self-employed, I had stress sometimes, but it wasn't, it wasn't the same. There was a little bit of stress here and there, but I gotta say like being self-employed is pretty great, um, for the, on the like stress aspect of things. At least it was for me. I mean, I was a photographer. There's not a ton of stress that goes along with that job. Um, I had some like money stress sometimes and, and stuff like that, but not the day to day job was not bad. (laughs) It was actually pretty great. And I keep looking back and being like, God, did I make a huge mistake transitioning out of being self-employed and trying to go back to work for someone else? And especially in a job that's so demanding and stressful, knowing that I am a, you know, a person with an ultra sensitive disposition, apparently, (laughs) uh, I just wish my mind and body would cooperate with me when I need it to. And, you know, I didn't know this until recently, but IBS is a disability that is recognized by the ADA, which is, I didn't know this. And then I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) So I have four disabilities, And when I filled out my, like, recognized disabilities, and uh, when I filled out my application for my job, and the place where it says, do you have any disabilities, I marked no, because I was too afraid to say yes, I have a disability, even though I have four disabilities. I have uh, ADHD, that is a disability. I have ASD, which is also recognized as a disability. I have OCD. And I have IBS. How many letters can I associate with myself? (laughs) ADHD, ASD, OCD, IBS, the whole alphabet, you guys. I have the whole alphabet, A to Z. (sighs) Anyway, you know, this might be something that I have to bring up to my boss eventually, but we'll see. Um, We'll see. I'm just going to wait and see day by day going to go home after swim practice and eat a little bit of applesauce (laughs) and see how that goes. You know, the brat diet, the bananas, rice, applesauce, toast, what you're supposed to do when your tummy's upset. And, uh, that's been basically my, 
my diet and saltines, which is basically toast. So dry carbohydrates is a, is a good thing to have in your life. Okay. Thanks for listening to me go on about my bowel woes, but you know, it's what's relevant in my life right now. And I feel like crap right now. I feel like absolute garbage. I just, it just takes it all out of me guys. Uh, Lord help me. I'll figure it out. Anyway, thanks for listening. You guys are great. If you want more content, there are bonus episodes that go along with being part of the Patreon community. Patreon's $5 a month. We have a Discord server open to patrons only, and uh, it's a pretty cool little group over there. Everybody's super supportive. There's no drama. It's great. And uh, you get access to bonus episodes with me and Gray. Gray is doing the bonus episodes now with me. Um, last month, since it was Pride Month, we talked about our queerness and how our identities, as far as that goes, have changed over the years and how it relates to neurodivergence and all that jazz. And this month, um, we're recording it soon. I think we're going to talk about feelings and how we feel our feelings as neurodivergent people. And Gray and I have very different approaches to feelings, so it should be an interesting conversation. Um, yeah. So that's that. I also have the OTJMA store with all of the Oh That's Just My Autism merch. I have um, received some like suggestions too for merch that you guys would like to see, which I appreciate. And although I don't know if I can implement everything, I appreciate feedback. And uh, I'm going to work on getting more stuff added to the store soon. Um, it just takes a lot of time. And <laughs> I haven't had a lot of time lately. But uh, yeah, that's it. I'm going to let y'all go. Thanks for listening. And uh, I'll talk to you next time. Hey, I did that ending pretty smooth. It wasn't that awkward, was it? Maybe I'm getting better at this. Okay. Maybe I just ruined it by saying that at the end. Oh, well. Okay. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.